Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm Lori Chortis for AM Best TV. We're at the Vermont Captive Insurance Association Annual Conference in Burlington, Vermont. Cyber remains a top issue on the minds of business leaders and captive owners today, and it's a topic being widely discussed here at the conference this week. Joining us now to talk about cyber-related issues and the formation of cyber captives is Jack Kudale. He's the founder and CEO of Cowbell. Great to be with you. Dennis Sylvia, who's the executive vice president of Davies Captive Management. Thank you. And Fred Islami, who's an associate director at AMBEST. Good morning, Lori. Welcome, everybody. Fred, how are captives covering cyber for their parents and members? Well, we have seen that uh, single parent captives and uh, group captives are relatively the most dominant uh, captives who include cyber within themselves. Uh, group captives usually do that because they want to have a uh, menu that their members can pick from so they don't have to go outside the captive and shop around for cyber, for example. But at the same time, these groups provide limited uh, uh, limits, uh, so to speak. Uh, it's not uh, aggressive. Uh, the coverage, the type of coverage is well-defined and, uh, you know, uh, so that the members can, can pick from uh, that option. For the single parent captives, uh, and, you know, let me emphasize on the maturity of the single parent captives, then uh, it's, a, it's a longer process. Uh, they're the most um, intimate with the uh, ERM of the parent company. They understand the, uh, you know, the uh, relationship between the employees, the HR, the treasuries, and they understand what they experienced in terms of cyber losses. So they're able to devise along with their captive managers and other partners to um, include cyber uh, either a minimum retention or depending on what they end up uh, providing to the parent company. So Dennis, how is that coverage being designed for captives? Are the limits being offered large or are they limited? Well, in, you think about cyber in the sense of um, a marketplace that has limited capacity, generally, and it's, it's a classic captive application. The problem is, is that the limit of uh, insurance that's being offered from the traditional market is low because cyber is a confusing and difficult to underwrite kind of uh, kind of coverage. And so we've often recommended our clients, rather than getting full force in with large limits that are offered autonomously by the captive, that they should seek out the assistance of a front company who understands um, from the perspective of underwriting, coverage limitations, policy forms, etc., and then get involved in some kind of a, a sharing with them, either um, you know taking a lower level loss so that uh, they're involved in things like like notification to people who have been um, had their information compromised, for instance, or some kind of a quota share arrangement. Because I, I just think that to step into those waters that are very, very deep and, and you don't see the bottom uh, for a captive that's not experienced in those things is, um, is, is dangerous. And uh, so we've taken a more conservative approach with our clients in recommending how they get involved in, uh, in captives. So to answer your question, lower limits typically or some kind of a quota share with a partner that really understands the business. Great, thank you. Jack, Cowbell announced a cyber insurance captive, Cowbell Re, earlier this year. Can you tell us about the impetus behind that? Yeah, so as you know, Cowbell's uh, specialized in uh, 
uh, cyber insurance. We're dedicated to SMB. Uh, and we're really known for our approach to underwriting, which is really based off of continuous underwriting and the proprietary ratings factor, the cowbell factors that we uh, base our underwriting precision on. And it was really the underwriting results and the precision of our underwriting that really led us to give, get more confidence and participate in the quota share on our programs. And so uh, we set up Cowbell Re at the beginning of uh, January, earlier this year, uh, and we now take just up to 10% of the quota share on few uh, uh, upper programs. So what is the most appealing aspect of creating a captive that's dedicated to cyber? You know, and as I think alluded to my uh, panelists here, uh, cyber is a hard market, uh, and it will likely to remain that for near future. And in a supply-constrained environment, uh, when you have a risk-taking, uh, risk-sharing partners, uh, it has really allowed us to um, get a reinsurance panel, about 15 A-rated reinsurance on our panel. And that wasn't the case prior to us participating in the risk, uh, prior to Cowbell Reef. So it has been one of the uh, most appealing part is where we now have more participation on our programs than it was uh, prior to Cowbell Reef. Dennis and Fred, any thoughts to share about the appealing aspect of creating a captive dedicated to cyber? Well, it certainly um, spreads the risk across this larger pool of reinsurance. It makes it, a, um, I think, a less risky proposition for the captive, who is probably the least funded of all the different entities that might be involved. But it does allow them access to coverage. Um, which if that wasn't the case from a supply and demand perspective, then essentially they'd be on that risk all their own. So again, classic kind of a captive application just has to be nuanced with a partner that understands what they're doing. So, I think uh, uh, the continuous underwriting uh, that uh, Jack mentioned is very important for cyber because you have to be there all the time, every time that, you know, policyholders are doing business and I think that's the benefit that you know MGAs like uh, or captives like uh, Cowbell Re provide to the market. Dennis, do captives remain underutilized in addressing cyber risk and do you see that changing anytime soon? Well I, I think they are and mostly because people are afraid of the risk. Um, you can build in to um, risk management programs for things like auto liability or for workers' compensation. They're very clearly defined risk management tools that you can use. I think there is a feeling, though, that from a cyber perspective, you really are at the mercy of you know, people who are not predictable, pirates, hackers, etc. So it makes it a little bit difficult. And what we're seeing is, is that those kinds of activities are actually not just reserved for the biggest corporations in the world. Now they're coming into, you know, Main Street kind of businesses. And these things are crippling. I mean, I've read statistics that say that um, a smaller business that undergoes some kind of a cyber attack often doesn't survive as a business and uh, that they are literally destroyed as a result of it. So you've got this very powerful dynamic that says you need this coverage. And then on the other side of it, you've got the, the other part that balances it says, but it may not be available or not available at a price you can afford. So, so captives, again, natural place to go with it, just need someone to take their hand and bring them into that world in a way that makes sense. 
Jack, any thoughts to share? Only thing I would share is, uh, you know, uh, there are four out of five uh, small to medium-sized businesses that do not have cyber insurance coverage. And um, most of the small businesses with an average ransomware cost just under 200K for a very small business, uh, it's very hard for them to reopen the business on Monday if there is a uh, ransom attack on Friday night. And I think this is where the entire closed-loop risk management, it's not just about continuous underwriting, not just about um, uh, closed-loop risk management, it's about also participating in risk-taking and helping those businesses improve their risk along the way, uh, whether they're policyholders or not, is very important going forward. Absolutely. And Fred? Uh, I agree. I agree with uh, Jack and uh, Dennis that, uh, you know, captives are kind of young, you know, this whole risk is young um, and it takes time and maturity for uh, the industry to accept the risk within the captives. Wonderful. Anybody have any final thoughts to share? Kind of a look ahead? Thank you for uh, uh, having me. Really enjoyed the conversation. Wonderful. Yes, me too. Thank, thank you, Lord. you. Well, thank yeah. you. It was wonderful seeing you all back again in person at the conference. Yeah, exactly. So, Jack, Dennis, Fred, thank you again for joining us. Thank, thank you. you. For AMS TV in Burlington, Vermont, I'm Lori Chortis. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.